Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What if you were just told what to do? Oh, I like his little domination. Oh, my God. That, like, turned me on to hear that voice. Mother! Hey, Mom! Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees with a sex expert cougar mother. And her stand-up comic son, Cam. That would be me. That was my really weak attempt at a roar because I'm exhausted from the interview. It was so phenomenal. The interview you guys are about to hear is... Okay, I, I won't say it's 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 the best one because I say that every time, but it it it, it, it blew is, my fucking mind, and it probably is the best one. It I, is the best one. I, I, this it's it is you, what you're about to hear is such a beautiful opening into someone's sex life, two people's sex life. All right, beautiful. Yes, to find two people that know their sex lives uh-huh. as well as they do and are open enough to share that with us, right? And we, I mean, to be honest, we weren't even expecting such openness and ins- I mean we get into BDSM we get into right uh, we get into threesomes that these two guys have had together even though yeah. they're, they're straight and they and I, and I just wish that you listeners could get a visual and I, unfortunately you can't of one is an actor and he looks like uh, Thor. He looks, he looks like, like Thor. He looks like um he looks like a superhero. He looks hero. like Brad Pitt in Legends of the Fall on the horse. And I mean, like a surfer guy, he's, he's absolutely gorgeous. And then he had blonde hair, that kind of look. And then you have the other one who's like this dark Hispanic, mysterious kind of look. And the Latin lover, the literally Latin, the Latin lover and, and Thor and Thor. And, and the, the, how they look is, exemplifies their personalities. Yes. I, I cannot wait for you guys to listen. to I this. know. I know. I don't even want to say anything. I think that we just have to let you guys Roll with it. You're going to be so turned on by this. You may have to pull over the side of the road if you're listening to it in the car. I would say this: <laughs> this is great for guys. It's great for men, for women. If you're if you're interested in in learning more about yourself, or different fetishes. You know what? Though it's more than fetishes and all that. It's about um, knowing yourself, what you want, and communicating it and being honest. And that's that's all we have to say about it. On that note, don't miss this one. If you're going to listen to any podcast ever from Sex Talk with My Mom, this is the one to listen to. Bold statement by the moot. And you know what I have to say. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the S and the M. And let's listen to the podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you. We have some incredible guests today. Very pumped. I'm glad we could come. Oh, I think we're starting out with a bang there, aren't you? Boom. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. We usually end with bangs, too. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Okay, let's just get right into it. We we started with such a, like a little a quick pre-interview, and you guys yeah. said you have threesomes all the time. I'm so... I, I just want to say... You're going to go start off with that, huh? I am yeah. so freaking jealous. <laughs> I, 
literally my I mom has never been ever you, wait, hold on. if your how son that was not you, here yeah how does that make you feel that your mom feels jealous about our three sons oh it's fucking weird it's, <laughs> are you kidding every goddamn time she's talking about she's and it started with like a slow you know allusion to like the fact that she has never done a threesome and right. that's interesting and now it's full that's on great. I'm waiting for the threesome no, when's it gonna I, happen no, oh. I'm not oh. waiting for a threesome because I believe me I can have one anytime I want it it's oh. just oh. but I can't do it yeah. For a lot of reasons, because I've done a lot of thinking about it, and I don't think I have the personality that can handle what. it. Okay. Oh. What I'll, if you were just told what to do? Oh, I like his little domination. Oh, my God. That, like, turned oh, me on to hear that voice. Mother. Okay. Hey, stop, mom. Stop. stop. Mom. Oh, all right. Stop. You, sh- all right. What do you mean by that? <laughs> what do you mean by What if told I. Told what to do? If you, you don't need a personality, you're kind of more of like an orifice, I guess. Oh, your fantasy gets fulfilled and yeah, yeah. So I get fulfilled. The other thing oh. in our pre-interview, we, we discovered that Hunter, his name is Hunter for a reason. He He's is a into SNM. <laughs> and it, and I assume it, it sounds like you play the more dominant position in SNM. Absolutely. Did you yeah. just hear what he said? I, I actually, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Call more primitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First of all, how old are you? Twenty-two. Twenty. What the fuck? <laughs> old enough. Old enough. What the fuck? Yeah. He's old enough. He comes to in know. with confidence, brimming out yeah. the asshole. I'm five years older than you. I haven't come close to this type of shit. Not even near it, mom. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, this right. doesn't need. To, you don't need to drill it into me. <laughs> okay. Let's go back to Hunter for a second. Okay. Yes. Uh, what is your chosen career? I'm an actor. An actor. Mm-hmm. That's actor. why he has some confidence. He, well, he's go. a successful actor. He's a, like a real actor. And I got to say, sure, sure, sure. this is a podcast, so you guys don't know what he looks like, but he's really a very good looking, kind of like exotic. Do I need exotic. to separate you two? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he kind of resembles like, um, who's the, the Mets like pitcher? Thor. Oh, that's who it is. Okay, Thor. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? Maybe. Oh, that's yeah. a very, it's a great. Uh, he, yeah. Does Heart he have throw. a huge Oh, I don't know about heart? that. <laughs> Does he have a huge heart? Huge arm. Uh, yeah. Okay. These are two very handsome men uh, that have threesomes together. I got to hear more about this. this Wait. Is so crazy. let's get back Wait, to Hold on. Hold on. Uh, two dudes that have threesomes. Yeah. Together. That sounds, sounds really weird. Yeah. Wait, let's just <laughs> say like a terrible ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we already have two. It sounds people. like we do very gay acts for free. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you guys like cross Not swords. So what? <laughs> do you ever see uh, Entourage when they cross swords? That was no, yeah, the balls touch. It's awkward. It's awkward. He likes to make okay. eye contact. It's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> is this true? Is I'm this just true? trying to still wrap my head around. Like, there's two dude, and then the we would have a. This is <laughs> wait. So you were joking? You don't actually have threesomes? Oh no, that was completely. What? Serious. Oh, you do have threesomes. <laughs> wait. We've had the worst threesomes though. Yeah, we have very bad luck when it comes to that. Why is it bad? Why are they? First of all, how does it happen? How how did how does it's this come about? Al- it's always awkward from beginning to end. Every time. <laughs> I, I have, let me tell, tell you, threesomes, sixsomes with girls, with only girls. I know how to do it. I have it down to a fucking science. When it comes to just like, I don't know. We just don't do it good together. It's terrible. Wait, yeah. Terrible. What is your profession? I am a musician. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very successful. Also, yes. uh, we <laughs> Keep, keep going. We'll, right. we'll plug so, them later. So, so basically, because you guys are actors, musicians, you think you have more opportunities to have threesomes than the average Joe walking down the street? You try 100 times and you get one yes, but you try 100 times a day, you do. I wouldn't say more success. It's all the numbers I wouldn't say more success. Where are you trying, though? Are you Like on the street? Like, hey, how about two guys? It's <laughs> 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 a two for the price of one deal. Oh, shit. Time and place. He opens I close. I don't know. Oh, oh, is that oh. is there, is there yeah, a strategy? More of an opener. Yeah, yeah. He's more of a closer. Absolutely. And it, so you work well as a team. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so okay. So you're out. You meet a girl. 
Is the third person a girl? I, I shouldn't even assume at this point. Yes, yes, yes. The third person is a girl. Okay. It has to be a girl. Usually the second and third person is a girl. Oh. Oh, wait a second. Right, right, right. So you'd be the, fir- the, the first person. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, so, okay, the, the times that this has been, that you we guys... We don't only have threesomes together. Okay, well, this is out, oh, Wait, outrageous. are there, okay, so when you say threesomes, are there also foursomes and fivesomes and orgies? Three and above is usually where... Damn, I'm so jealous. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, so you're out, you, you meet a girl, you say, I don't, you're the opener, what do you say? Good question. I usually go with a nice, sultry tone. Mm-hmm. Nice, yes. of course. Hello, what's your name? I just give like a good, you know, intro. Oh, that's great. That's that's very seductive. Yeah, Hello, what's your to, name? I have to send them a DM, and then it's just the rest is history. Wait, is this like on Tinder or any of these? No, no, no. No, this is a, in the just, in a bar usually. I mean, where are you meeting these girls? Uh, I don't know. It just always from like in my history, it all always varies. It like depends. Um, are you under the influence of alcohol? You can be straight as an arrow. Usually, <laughs> yeah, not now. Or right now, not right <laughs> like, now. I'm like, hold on. Am I? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Am I drunk right now? <laughs> no, no. You, when this happens, when this goes down, you're meeting a girl. Are you fucked up or are you sober into doing this? Well, usually, typically, like growing up, I used to, ha- I used to have absolutely zero game because I used to be in a band. And if you're in a band, you don't really have to try. Ah, oh. just like after the show, it's great. And it's then groupies. just hello, this is my name, and then girls would just come Damn. and chase you. So that was how old are like you? Up. I am 28. You're more Cam's still, age. Still mm-hmm. more experienced than me. So. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> more? <laughs> Mom. So, okay, so back to, so so you're in this, are, so typically you're in a, like, are you in a bar or are you in some sort of a, like a club of some sort? Or? Um, I don't know. It kind of all depends. Like usually we have a, we have a pretty good social, uh, social network in our vibes. Like if it's a house party or whatever it is, if it's like a social setting, it's pretty easy for either of us or for myself to just go and be social and talk to People, do you have like a girls? signal to to Hunter? Like, oh, that's our girl tonight. Do you like uh-huh. have some sort of a? We no, definitely have like a. Yeah. All right, know. this place is closing. Hurry up, offense! Definitely, yeah. I definitely <laughs> go up and talk to anyone. He's he's confident in that sense for sure. And then I'll come up too, and then she'll definitely like one of us, and then the other one will incorporate the other. Oh, so, hey. It's like sharing is caring. Oh, that old oh rap song, God. "Ain't No Fun at the Homies Ain't Get Some." You know what I'm saying like well, we live by the kinda, law. You guys have a, a very different look. I mean, you got a blonde surfer look, and we've got this exotic like Hispanic. I don't mm. know if you're Hispanic, but whatever. Yeah. But that absolutely, look. and whatever they're into dictates who they're looking at. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. they learn that they're into both. Okay, so so they get back to your place. We call it the wobbly saying. age. <laughs> what is? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Okay. Wait, it went over my head. What? <laughs> the wobbly age. <laughs> it's funny when you say we it. We learned this the other day. Uh, this is the same thing. Spit roasting. Is this the same thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, Eiffel same Tower. Same. You, you look at me like you don't know what we're talking about. We I were on stage the other these... day. I had to explain what this was to you. Okay, <laughs> what was it again? I've never heard the wobbly age either, okay. but I just had a mental picture that you probably were involved in it. And it's yeah. What was it again? Think about an H, mom. Yes, it's got two lines on the side. Oh, and the girl thing that girl is so I'm straight as one of the lines. He's straight as the other line, and then we have the girl. Oh, man, you guys, and so. I do live you, in the life. Do you, do you have like a preferred spot in the H? That yeah. you guys you that do. That literally happened the other day. Yeah. What do you guys uh, fight over? I this? like I like getting head. Mm-hmm. He likes fucking I like getting head because I feel like it's more powerful and I'm in control over. Fucking kinda is more intimate and it's I'm not as into it. But um he can't get off during head. Yeah. So he fucks. So, this is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I went to porn stars, which you know, is not that sure. unusual either. So yeah, wild. Yeah. Okay, so so you said it's <laughs> 
awkward when you guys. It's always awkward. What what is uncomfortable about it? It seems like you guys have the shit on on lock. You think so? Um, <laughs> just you never really know. Sometimes there's, there's so many variables in, in there. Sometimes like the environment. Like the fire alarm goes off in this place oh, a lot. Oh yeah, it happens a lot. He told like, me he loved me during one of them. Like, a, like it was a bro love completely. <laughs> yeah, it was like a bro it's like, a, like, dude, you know what? I love you, man. You're such a great. Oh my god! <laughs> like, and the girl look up like, what am I doing? She's like, wait a minute, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm part of this H. And, and like, you and think I'm girls would think it'd be hot to watch guys, but they think it's the most disgusting thing. I'm not that we're into it at all. No. They fuck. Nobody's into that. Have you tried? We didn't even high five. You haven't even gone there yet. No, you yeah, high five? But, Wait, so I just, I, I agree with Kim. We're not sure how it goes from, hello, what's your name? These are these two cool looking dudes. Come back to my apartment. Yeah. Well, Hunter's now, usually the one that uh, like kind of gets that initiated. I'm just sure. I'm the lucky one that makes it happen. Yeah, he'll start it and then I'll be, I'll be blunt and uh, I'm kind of rude. So like my rudeness and forwardness compliments his very nice, caring, charismatic personality. Wait, what, like rude, like come suck my dick? Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah, yeah. where the S and M comes in. Sure, absolutely. And so they and know it's, what it's they're getting really, into, kind of, and they know exactly what they're getting into, and they won't. They have a while to think about it as well. So it's all about communication for me, you know. So they don't res- or, uh, regret anything, and they feel, you know, to an extent fulfilled. But we, again, we haven't had that many successful threesomes. Like, what, why, why I don't is know it not why successful. We've, I could go into detail, but I don't know if you want. Yeah, to people need to be happy at the end. Is that a successful threesome? I'm fine every time. I get off every fucking time. Of is course. It, so is what? What is success then in a threesome? I feel like willing to do it again usually. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Right. Oh, okay. No, that was, I, mean, which, I feel like we've reached that since sex, but I mean, like, in a sense, yeah. he never gets off. Um, oh, so so both you guys have to get off, and she, and she probably has to no, get off. No, he never gets off. You never get off. No. But mm-hmm. for a successful one to occur, they both have to get off. I would no. say, okay. and then oh, you said you for she, Yeah, so unsuccessful, that's why. Yeah, these, yeah, yeah, they're all unsuccessful so far. Oh, so if like, he got yeah, off, then, that would be a success. Yeah, because I'll come and success then... Success for me. Yeah, <laughs> and by the way, I'm assuming the girl does not have orgasms. No, for sure. Definitely does. Definitely does. They yeah, do. Yeah. Multiple. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah. Never about her. So, so I'm also curious, when it's going down, I this is not just like a, a quick thing. I, I imagine there's like, you're pleasuring her. It's not just like one position, we're done. I'm so oh, no. selfish. I'm telling you. He yeah, does was, the work. I don't know why you're You do the work. He does I like to this. give. I, I'm like completely different. I'm like a romantic. I'm a one woman mm-hmm. kind of guy, but I just haven't found that. So I'm just taking it out on like whatever. Okay. <laughs> It, <laughs> okay, so you're, you are like giving some attention to this. I'm completely opposite of, uh, yeah. of Hunter. So maybe that's kind of what makes it, maybe that's why these girls get into it so much because you're so opposite. Maybe. You, know, you like got the whole, romancer and you got absolutely. the guy so yeah, they you're romancing them. They got a whole experience. And we've got Hunter and Fifty Shades of Grey over here. Mm-hmm. Hunter, you're just standing by watching or what's going on? I am a voyeur in a sense. I uh, would love to watch uh, or even direct the threesome. Um, which I do. I would say. <laughs> um, Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Are these videoed? No, we don't no, have a video. No, we don't no, need to. No, 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 don't no, do that. And th- there goes the career. Th- that's why. I mean, that's pretty. It, it it is blowing my mind that you're 22 and you have this knowledge and confidence yeah, of, what, what? of of yourself and that you're able to sure. execute on it. Sure, sure, sure. Where yep. where did this come from? Yeah, exactly. And how um, old were you when you lost your virginity? My virginity story is so great. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was, you have uh, to tell I was young. I was like 11. 11? So, a little too young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. I don't even think yeah. you knew where your penis was at 11. Thank you, mother. <laughs> you yes, I did. did. Yes, I did. Yes, why I am did. I saying, why am I defending myself? <laughs> to the, you, 
you didn't know where your penis was. Okay, go go on with this. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a successful virginity by any means. Uh, it was one for the books, and I love the best virginity story. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really good. Oh my god, we're hearing so, the threesome and the best virginity oh, story. Shit, I, I want to hear it right yeah, now. Go we'll set up for this. We'll get back we're going to get back to the threesome though. Don't we worry, listeners. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so eleven years old, cute little kid, just dating a girl two or three years older than me and uh she was telling the whole school she wanted to touch my it i didn't know what that was you know for a couple <laughs> weeks and then it got explained to me that it was my wiener and uh don't laugh i love that word um so i was like yeah whatever touch my wiener if you want you know i'm a nudist at heart and so she's like meet me all right two o'clock in the morning in this creek bed i'm like okay i'd love to meet you at two o'clock in the morning what, in this what, creek what, bed. where were you exactly what state were you in? where I was in norcal 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 california and uh so i could go down there and meet her you know and there's the sand pit you know Next to all these like homeless camps, trying to paint you a picture. Very romantic, like weeds, dirty rocks, whatever. So I lay her down there. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like homeless people observing you? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was. Okay, So I was laying her down there, and then eventually I figured out how to have sex. I don't know how I got hard at the time. I was 11 years old. You you know, I guess premature. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I. I was getting really hard. Right, right. So it was my first first orgasm, too. And it was was my first everything. So I haven't even, I've never even shown my dick to anyone, I don't think. You know, besides my, my mom. Uh, no, I never masturbated before. So I didn't even know I could do it, you know? Wow. It's yeah. so, like most people that come, like you come like on your first dance or something like that or like whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. So eventually I'm starting to have sex with her, you know, I guess it works. And like, I guess this girl's just loving it, right? As the older, uh, more mature woman she is. And she starts orgasming. She's squirting everywhere, right? Fucking fireworks. Ba-bop, ba-bop, all over me. All <laughs> fucking over me, right? Yeah, 13 or 14. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I was like, this girl's just pissing all over my dick. Oh, wow. In my head, right? Yeah, okay. So I'm like, oh, fuck. I was like, this is disgusting. Nobody told me about this. I didn't have this conversation with my goddamn mom, so I wouldn't know that there's fucking pee involved, right? So I'm like, fuck, and I pull out. I'm like, listen, bitch. I was like, I didn't say that. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, listen, bitch. I was like, can you please stop peeing on me? And she's like, oh, uh, uh, uh. she doesn't know what it is either, right? Oh, wow. So I stick it back in because it does feel good, but I'm still grossed out. So I'm covered in pee. <laughs> I thought it was pee, whatever, right? And air gets in there. So I'm fucking her, and then it's just like, like queefing. I didn't know what queefing was. I didn't know it was a fucking thing oh either. So I was like, this girl is farting and peeing all over my dick. I was like, this is fucking terrible. I was like, this is goddamn awful. So I was like, I'm done. I left. We didn't talk ever again. I didn't have sex again for two years until my cousin explained to me that people do queef. People do orgasm to squirt on you, and it's a thing, and that you should be attracted to it. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was very traumatizing for me at a young age. Whoa. And that probably uh, stems from my weird S&M and That's why you're very dominant behavior. Wait, wait. So I'm like, hey, how I got to tell you exactly how I want it, because shit could go wrong fast. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> Immediately. Wow. So that's that, why you're into S&M? No, no, definitely not. But <laughs> <laughs> that was just a terrible virginity story. It's a great virginity no, story. Any 11-year-olds out there listening to this, people do pee on you and fart. Were you wearing a condom at the time? Uh, yes. Okay. And Whoa, have you talked to you? that girl since? No. Uh, I haven't talked to her for forever. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Why did you even know to wear a condom? Um, I think, it, I don't, I wouldn't know where I knew, but I remember I used a condom. Probably the girl. I think I always did used she a bring one? Until, I think she probably brought one, yeah. Because I definitely couldn't buy them at the time. And how did you meet <laughs> her? Or have access to How did you meet this girl? I was dating her. She was an older girl. I was dating her. We made out during lunch. Like, it was cool. It was oh, so you know her at school? Yeah, yeah. It was school with her. Crazy story. Love crazy. it. Love that crazy story. Thank you. I appreciate that, you letting me tell wild. it. Yeah, so I, I do wonder. It bottles up. D- 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 how do you think that has affected the rest of your sex life? If it has any had any effect? I don't think it had any effect. I think, I think losing a virginity at a young age kind of put me in a box in school because people found out. So they thought, oh, there's that kid that had sex early. You know what I'm saying? So like you get you looked at differently. You Girls got laid. How old were you? Say it again. Were you cool because of it? 
Um, or was I would consider you? myself. I would consider myself cool, and I feel like I had a lot of friends and that kind of thing. So girls thought it was like, oh, this you know this guy. They have that idea like if a girl's gonna date me, she's gonna want to fuck me. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. That, that's that's it, that's what happens in high school. And that's what I hate because yeah. you get put in a box like, either as the bully or getting bullied. You know, and yeah. everyone looks. Or you got way. put in a box as a stud. Exactly. And I was also kind of yeah yeah. yeah. So so you didn't like even being put in a box as a absolutely stud. absolutely not. You know. So then I moved I moved schools when I was fifteen, and I told everybody I was a virgin. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Wow. So I was completely different. No one knew different. about the secret yeah. stud that got squirted. Exactly. Out. Were you treated differently because of it? Uh, my next school. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I got like higher caliber of like the girls that were you know more pure. Oh that wow. That I could corrupt unknowingly to them. Oh, you know, I was now like, whatever. S and M started, which to is blow. wrong. Yeah, but you don't lie, and then you know you you learn that's a bad thing, and you grow up and stuff. But you and now I'm very forward and honest. You sure you don't tell people you're virgin? <laughs> no, I don't think anybody believe it. <laughs> As you l- l- lure them into your den of menage a trois. Yeah, a den of iniquity. Do you have a good virginity story? No, or no? I don't. I don't even remember. You don't remember? Are you a virgin? No, I d- I'm still a virgin. That's what it is. Uh, I don't have a good virginity story. Okay. Do, okay, so how yeah, old were you, you when you lost okay. your virginity? Well, I still if you didn't even get off when I, was, when I lost my virginity. <laughs> I don't think a lot do, though. That's the thing. I don't think. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that... Don't get off. For sure, girls usually do not get off. Really? But I think that, that makes the, sense. the best thing for anybody is to have a really good losing of your virginity. It sets the tone for the rest of your life. Well, yeah, his is great. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have a good experience, I think that, especially for women, that really? if they have a good experience, they might be more so apt to be if you could, enjoying sex. How would a younger guy that's going to uh, interact with a girl for the first time give her a good experience if they're both virgins or you know new to sex so how would you recommend well that? i think one of the things is having the confidence that you do if well you're if, not going to have that at a young age no but you have a comp you you had a like the guy that i lost my virginity to had a lot of confidence sure and he'd be like what i I'm, you're a young kid you don't get to choose how much confidence you have but the guy yeah, i yeah. lost my virginity to was a young kid he was like 19 or yeah but the, he's how old were you I was 19, so he might have been like 20. Okay, your advice to to having a good... So my advice is for anyone that's taking someone's virginity and wants the woman to have a girl to have a good experience, focus on the girl. Make sure that she just like totally is so wet and so into it by the time you're ready to actually go in there that it's going to be pleasurable. And she may actually have an orgasm because you just keep focusing like 100% of your attention on seducing her. Uh, Okay, I'm going to argue and say... I don't think it's just focusing on her. I think that's that could be that can get real awkward. If you don't if you're not willing to receive pleasure, th- that girl is going to feel like, "Oh my god, he's only fucking focusing on me. This is really weird." So t- t- for most guys, they're like, "I just want to get off." And so they only focus on themselves, and then the girl is left dry, mm-hmm. and she's like, "What the fuck?" And you, and and they probably not, might not want to fuck you so again. So terrible. I, the the yeah. opposite is that you're wor- <laughs> you're focusing so much on them that they're like, okay, when do I get to suck you off or do, Don't do whatever? Worry. They'll be fine waiting for that time to happen. <sighs> I would agree I, with I, you. I, I, I think that there's also like a nice balance in between there, but I would agree more on your side. You're never going to go wrong I with focusing f- on the girl. If you I could, never go wrong. I would never want to take someone's virginity ever, but if I could give someone a pointer that's going to, I'd probably say just ask for consent all the time. Like oh, anything yeah, you're doing, sure. just consent, consent, mm-hmm. and make sure it's not a maybe, like a, uh, it's a yes. 
You're like, I want it. Make sure it gets to that point for them. You know, because I think that gets rid of any sort of regret or uh, totally. confusion. And also kind of like going into it, just do your research. There's so much online that you can learn before going into it that you don't or have to. Or they like, can listen to this talk show. And yeah, learn. exactly. What's your guys' age group for this talk show? We get mainly 18 to 30 plus, yeah. And oh, can I tell oh, you how awesome it is? how awesome I think it is that you guys are doing this as a mom and a son. Oh, thank yeah. you. So I have thank this relationship you. with my parents and I really wish a lot more people did. Oh, so oh, you tell do. us about that. Oh man, I'm, I'm my dad and I are the most open people with each other. My mom and are I, you know, I actually, I have another funny story in six, in sixth grade when I lost my virginity, I, I, I was, uh, as an athlete, so I had a staph infection on my balls and it was a zit that got inflamed. Right. Mm. So I started crying cause I thought it was herpes. And I was like bawling my eyes out and my mom was like the love of my life. I went to her. I was like, Hey mom, like I, I had sex and I, I think I have herpes. Can you take me to the doctor? Like I bawling my eyes out and she's like, yeah, let's go. Like I got you, you know? And that's how she found out I lost my virginity and it went away the next day. The fucking zit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like fucking damn it. One day. Most awkward thing ever, but I felt comfortable enough with my mom to do that at and, that young of an age. And now, it's huge. And, and you yeah. and your mom have been close ever since. Oh yeah. Oh, so are God. they together, yeah. your parents? No, no, they're divorced. When you, so do you think that has any, I, I always feel like that you there's a possibility that you could have a closer relationship if like you're dealing with a single mom. Really? I don't know. To Just, her, yeah. sure. Okay, yeah, I would say definitely. I was more protective. I didn't like my dad dad as much growing up because I he you know ruined the marriage and I feel like I had to protect my mom and be there for her as the uh, the older the oldest son you know and uh, yeah it grew me close and made me more like seeing as like her, not necessarily her as a mom but her as like my fucking best friend you know in a sense. Yeah. So. Do you, do you think this affects, like, what led to your openness with your both your parents about with regard to sex? Uh, I think it's just my personality. Uh, honestly, I think it's just my personality, um, and it's me ever like from the beginning when I tell them something, them not judging me mm. and supporting anything I decide to do and any, any decision, which is huge. You know what I mean? Are they open with you about their sex lives? My dad is. My oh, mom really? isn't uh, as much. I think. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, like my mom is too. I don't, I don't ask her anything. If I did, she would tell me. You know. Yeah, it so. is interesting. Like I don't really, we're open about it, but I don't, I don't love hearing about your sex you don't, life. You though. don't need to either. It's, it's, <laughs> it, I think it's more of a vice versa thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't, you know. Yeah, there's yeah. no need. There's no need, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you if know, it's there, I had if you have a, a question, life. it's there to offer, but it's just like you got to ask for it. It's not. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to push my beliefs on you as a, you know, or my stories as a mom. Right. But if I want to, if I want to, like, give an example of what happened in my college days, I think you can be comfortable with hearing that. Yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So sure. for you and your mom, though, would you tell your mother about the threesome? Uh, I, I, I've told her things. That, yeah, I told her. I told her I dated a bisexual woman. I told her a bunch of stuff. My mom's yeah, good with everything. Does I told she her. You know, like, you're like uh, Christian Gray and. Did she uh, say the gray? No, but I mean, she's. No, I don't. No, not necessarily. She doesn't ask. But I told her if I. I but would you tell probably her, would, you know? right? Yeah, definitely. After she hears I told this her podcast, yeah, just the will. same similar stuff. It's just not necessarily the BDSM stuff, you yeah. know? So then it, you know. What about you with your parents? Are you open with them? Um, we, not we, so we much. Not, I'm not really open sexually with my mom. I think it's still kind of look like awkward. Um, there's not necessarily anything that I wouldn't share with her. It's just like I don't necessarily feel the need to. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very close with her. I'm more on a, on a like a best friend kind of like yeah, relationship. Yes. We're great. We get along really well. Mm-hmm. Are your parents together? Me. No, no, no. Single mom. Uh, she raised me. I, like I, so, I kind of like kind of hit home when, when uh, Hunter was saying that you know he felt protective over her, and it's like a different kind of relationship. But I, I feel really close, but not necessarily the need to like know about either her sex life or or need to talk about my sex life with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I, I relate I to that as well. Do that. 
as well because she well i i grew up with with the dad until 17 and then but since then it's mm-hmm. been 10 years where i feel very protective of her and yeah well like, their father died mm, yeah. sorry to hear so, that thank you so yeah. it's a different situation in your in so you your gotta but, yeah you gotta grow closer you gotta break those boundaries well that's how we started the podcast we were all amazing we, yeah so we beautiful very close and we're like okay well there you you only have so many years with your parents you might as well be open with them. I'm telling you, and I wish I could spend more time. They're my mentors, you know, and yeah. it'd be huge if they lived here and I could see him every day. But, you know, my dad texts me every night. He loves me. My mom, oh, wow. you know, calls me every Wednesday and Sunday. So that's awesome. Wait, yeah, why yeah. Wednesday and Sunday? I don't know. That's the thing. It's the routine. It's yeah. good. Okay. Okay. So back, to, I, I'd like to dive into this BDSM. Sure. <laughs> and I, that's, I feel like that's what I can offer most to this conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, to people that are out there that are, uh, you know, finding their fetishes to be a little different than others um, or having kind of like feeling uh, like it's kind of like coming out as a gay man or coming out as a a lesbian. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have a fetish, you don't want to tell anybody about it. You know, like, yo, I'm really into. And just so everyone knows, as many people that are into fetishes, there's that many different kinds of fetishes. So it's always right. And I and and it also depends on what you consider a fetish. I mean, because you like, you know, tying someone up and spanking them or whatever that doesn't yep. even necessarily to me equal a fetish i, I mean it, I've, we've had a lot of talks about what exactly a fetish is hmm. yeah and i mean we've had some so, weird fetishes yeah, yeah. Like, so what would be a, considered like, a, fetish like a guy is? that wanted to have me go shit in the toilet and eat my shit that to me is a more of a fetish that's beyond what, uh, <laughs> that's beyond i mean yeah gross. that's definitely a fetish yeah but yeah. having a little okay, so, so what a, a what a fetish is um to me a fetish back in the day was a medallion someone would wear and it'd be considered a god and they'd worship it. So anything that gets you fucking hard immediately, right? Oh, wow. So that's a fetish to me. Oh, so like yeah, if, yeah. I've heard if, that used before. Yeah, so if it's like you want to worship, you know, my feet or something like that and get you fucking hard, like that'd be a fetish, your fetish kind of thing. Mm. So it's not necessarily like as weird as it gets. There's no right. judgment in the community. Yeah. Yeah. There's no judgment in the community at all. It doesn't have to be eating shit in a toilet. Mm. It can be the simple as like, I really like biting your lower lip and looking you in the fucking eye. Exactly. Mm. Or, or wearing lingerie or anything. It do, you know, sure. I, I think every, I don't even know if I'd call any of this stuff fetish. So, I think and, it more and like nowadays preference. since, you know, the Fifty Shades of Grey, the romantic novels that are out everywhere that are bestsellers on Amazon, you know, there's less things that are taboo and people are getting more into weirder and weirder shit because there's that much more available online. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think you became more like that by watching porn? I necessarily didn't watch porn. It's more of like a, a literature kind of thing for me. You know, so I read about it oh. and I'm like, wow, that's fucking hot. And uh, that's what got me into it. Instead like of like your- Googling porn or masturbating the things, I'm more of like going out and experiencing it. Yeah. So wait, when did it start? And like, how did you discover that this is something, something I'm into? interested in? Yeah. Uh, can you, I think you... you it's funny, like when you're in the scene, you meet, you meet, you've drawn other people in the scene. It's a weird aura kind of energy thing, hmm. which it blows my mind. Well, I'll bring it up and I'll be surprised what they're into, you yeah. know, and it's, it's oh, honestly mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you talking going to like dungeons or are you just basically talking about? Uh, yeah, it's the extreme. I've, yeah. you know, I've been to the dungeon scene in uh, Los Angeles and it's, it's pretty clean, pretty cool in LA. Um, the scene in New York, the scene in London, weird, you know, hmm. um, it's kind of nerdy too. So like the more of the private parties and, uh, my own parties I throw myself uh, I I like because it's you know the guys that are going to be in there you know the girls you know like the, everyone's going to be respectful and hmm. uh, everything else and I'm wondering <laughs> if you'll ever be monogamous um, I feel like I'll find the girl that make me monogamous or I'll find a girl that's okay you know being yeah. open and bisexual yeah you know monogamy is hard people are living a lot longer you know marriage uh, it's not those I mean those it, that was made like a long time ago so people are changing uh, 
I'm not worried about the monogamy thing. I just know since my dad was a cheater that if I'm with a girl and I ever have those urges, I will completely communicate that. Like, hey, listen, like I'm married to you, but I'm having these urges and it doesn't take away from how much I fucking love you. I'll do anything for you. But I feel like, is it okay if I can venture off or is there something we can work out between us? Hmm. How can you be 22 years old and be this wise? Are you a Pisces too? No, no, Sagittarius. (laughs) But that's a good question. Where where did you learn about this? Like, how did you... I mean, there's a bunch of different scenarios. I mean... I don't know how far you want to deep, dig into this, but um, again, when I was younger, uh, terrible divorce. You know, I fucking love my parents so much. So sad to see them part. You know, got a beautiful sister out of it, but um, uh, I didn't want to. I, every time I had sex with a girl, especially at a young age, I would like sit and cry because I thought it was bad. You know, and then I, you know, I didn't started disliking myself in a sense because I feel like I was doing what my dad did to my mom. You know, sleeping with multiple women, and uh, then I realized. At the time? Yeah, when I was younger. I was like, every time I like hooked up with a girl, you know, I was like, fuck, it's not my wife. You know, this is terrible. You know, also being really religious. And I, I grew up, I, I started growing and I started learning myself. And I'm like, you know, everyone's different. Everyone has different beliefs. And I started figuring out what I believe in personally and you know, my own values, you know. And I, I figured like, okay, I have these urges that are not monogamy. So how can I make it with integrity and, you know, still have the passion and lust and be fulfilled myself, but also not hurt anyone in the process? Because mm. that's the last thing I ever want to do. I don't want to hurt anyone. I want to leave this world a better place. Yeah. So, so you grew up religious. Sure. You know, and I'm still, you know, spiritual. I have the God I believe in, you know, and uh, still mostly Christian, but... Did you, when when you meet girls, how do you introduce how do you introduce uh, BDSM into the situation? So okay, good. I mean, oh, pulls out is, a whip. Sure, sure. I mean, <laughs> what like, do you I, think I, of this I, one? I, mean, I have contracts. I have uh, Twitter extent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's smart. Um, I mean, you, because you are in a, a place of of celebrity, you, you oh, got to protect yourself about this. Absolutely. This. So you do you have them sign contracts and yeah. stuff? Oh, I'd love to see the contract. Yeah, this is fancy. really right out of Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah, a little dark. Is that what they did in Fifty yeah. Shades of Grey? Yeah, he's Christian Grey Jr. here. Really smart to do this. I had never thought of you of ever like you have, a, a you have a safe word, things like that. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Let me see. There's a couple, but here's like a very basic contract. So it goes: <clears throat> rules for my submissive. These rules are designed to ensure safety and boundaries between the master and submissive. Rules can be changed or alerted at any time throughout their arrangement, but only after being agreed upon by all active participants. Submissive. Is your sole duty as a submissive to please master? Pleasing physical wants of master fulfills desires and fantasy exactly as told. You shall serve the master with obedience and respect. Failed to do so will result in punishment. Respect and obedience. Manner of speech, promptness, and proper answer. Follow commands, trust, honestly, honesty, and loyalty. You will refer to me only as God, Mr., Master, or Sir. Any other name will not be permitted. Whoa. It goes on and on. I mean, it's a bunch of Where did you get this? Did very, you very, very, online? Um, this one was actually sent to me by a girl that was my uh, dominant for about a week. Oh. What? I, I, thought I, could, yeah, yeah, I thought I could do it, but this I mean, is, I didn't know really, about that. Is, I, I, I'm telling you, this is fucking, ex- She had me lick her boot, and I was like, this is the fucking worst. <laughs> God, no. But this, this is exactly yeah. how? Fifty Shades of Grey was. Did you read the book? Yeah, yeah, I read the book. Because he was, uh, yeah, he was the, the submissive first, and that's how he decided that it's a gift to be the dominant sure. to the submissive because of the fact that he already knows what it's like to be the He apparently likes being the submissive. Yeah, yeah. But still has a great relationship with the girl that taught him. I mean, I still talk to her a Often, uh, very successful woman. So that actually laid the groundwork to. Um, I I was in a a girl that was pansexual and also a feminist. I dated her, 
and we had a very necessarily she was she liked to be like not necessarily abused sexually but very dominated in bed and that kind of like okay i'm into that and then i actually dated this girl for three years but she had a boyfriend at the time and she wanted me to rape her she cheated on her boyfriend with me because she wanted to be raped that was her fantasy and i realized i like that but it was a red flag i should not have dated her for three years that girl was just <laughs> evil years. so wow. bad terrible yeah. way to start off no I, terrible i'm in, so yeah. she's into rape but rape by definition is like oh she doesn't want it so she does want it so how does that work so you take it so it's kind of like uh oh. it's kind of more the theatrics of it so like she was there you know it was pre-planned like consent form signed like on writing so i knew it was protected and uh you know she was kicking and screaming but i just you know did it anyways it's hot she, she loved it she loved it so when do you i mean i got in trouble when i said this before with a bunch of my girlfriends but the true the truth of the matter is studies have shown that that is the number one fantasy of women uh, yeah i'm telling you and I, unfortunately it's something i'm really into as well so uh you know what you're into you're into but um it's it's great that you know this and you're, you're able to actually create a sure. situation where you can enact this exactly it's also interesting that you're an actor i was about to say the same a profession because there is a mm-hmm. lot of overlap in you think so in well you're role-playing just yeah expressing yourself yeah in some way you know you're, everyone's creative in their own way i happen to have a very intense imagination sexually yeah. so yeah. how did you uh, decide to become an actor uh, you just, you were your, I did, I did reality TV, like loving it from the camera, did some acting classes and just fell in love with it, obsessed, passionate. So I forgot that's what I want to do. Can you tell us the, the craziest thing you've done with a girl or you asked a girl to do? Oh yeah. <laughs> Where do we begin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Fuck. Um, I would say that anytime you're ever in a dungeon in LA, it's going to be a crazy experience for them, you mm. know, hanging them upside down, you know creating an experience that they can never imagine, you know, and uh, leaving them in like a euphoric state and kind of like pushing their boundaries with pain, yeah, orgasms, that's what scares pleasure. me. I got to be honest. Sure. I, when you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm scared of pain. I don't so I'm not that sadistic. Oh, okay. um, again, more rape is my thing. Uh, like primitive as in sense, like I want to fucking chase. I want to grab you by the hair and take you, hmm. you know, um, dungeon play is more for them. You know, a lot of people are into pain. A lot of people are uh, into that kind of thing. You know? Gotcha. A lot of masochists out there, surprisingly. Yeah. The, the uh, fetish club bouncer that we interviewed was a masochist. Which is a beautiful thing. Submissive has have most of the power, you know, and for that one moment, their mind's quieted. You know, the pain quiets anything they have going on, and they come in the submissive space, you know, so it's beautiful. Yeah, that I think that there was definitely, we were definitely getting that from that interview. If you guys haven't listened to that, you definitely go back and listen to that sure. uh, interview. So how do you feel about all this? How do I feel about this specifically? It's just like, this is, I mean, with what him, I, I know exactly what he's talking about because this is, this is. You've witnessed it. Well, I've witnessed some of it, but not, not too How much. long have you guys been friends? Um, four months. About, about that. About oh, really? Months. So Damn. these, these the little, uh, trysts have only been going on for four months. Oh, this I is know. such yeah. openness between you guys. Yeah. For only four months of knowing each other. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. So it was immediately like, we're going to get along. This is going to be... It's more of an experiment than it works. If, if you could only see them right now, they're on the couch together and they've got their toes almost touching. <laughs> hey. They're playing little footsies. So, so who introduced the idea of threesome first? Uh, well, I've, I've heard the stories of, of what this guy's done. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. You throw parties like that. That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen one of these parties. Uh, oh, but. so you have? Oh, okay. Wait, so, so you've never been part of this whole dungeon? Uh, not no dungeon not. and dragons. Not the dungeon and dragons. I'm the I'm the romantic <laughs> one. 
Wait, he's that Latin things. lover type of. Yeah, t- yeah. Tell us your. Let's seduce. go ahead and call it that. How do you seduce a woman then, with when you don't have uh, Don Juan over here? Uh, well, you know, it starts with tequila. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of tequila. <laughs> um, that always gets me anyway. That 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 Spanish accent is just woo. Oh, you see, you, you see, <laughs> you're, you're way ahead of the game with that. No, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so with BDSM, do, do you have any concerns that you have to work around? To, like, so the best thing about BDSM is that you don't really have to worry as much about concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what the contract's for. That's what uh, communications for. Um, and it also grow you grow together on a deeper level. You know, so there's a difference between submissive and slaves. And I've had both. You know, I prefer slaves, and they're so well trained in a sense that you know they'll have they'll like come into my house fold their clothes, kneel naked at the door, um, you know, lie at the foot of my bed, you know, in a sense, some people are into human furniture. They have positions one through 30 that I can call out and they'll get into that position. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, beautiful. There is a club of some sort out there that teaches you these different, like yoga positions. Uh, no, it's just, it's just something I do, you know, all right. Oh, you mean you've taught them these positions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Oh. You're just acting like we're supposed to understand this little language that oh. you have here. So these girls know you, and they come back for seconds and thirds. Yeah, it's kind of it's a full time thing. The slaves submissive is a very it's just purely sex. You know, it's less uh, full time. Um, the few slaves I've had in my life, which you know, very blessed to have them. Uh, they, you know, we talk every day. We, uh, you know, see each other as much as we can. You know, punishment more uh, occurs during those relationships because they'll do something I don't like or like you what. Know, like uh, you know, disobey one of my rules. Um, you know, get go out and get drunk. Um, you know, they're not successful in their careers much, or they're you know they're not staying in shape. They're not you know wearing what they want want them to wear. They're late to where I need them to be. You know, shit like that. So this affects the whole relationship, even outside of the bed, like the yes. Area. So it's the whole it's the whole thing. So like I have a, a pet right now. Oh, gorgeous, most amazing human. Um, you know, very flowing energy and. Wait, there's a submissive, a slave, and a pet. Yeah, pets. So it's like you you can communicate what they want as well too. So she's like, okay, these are my hard limits. Blah 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 blah. You know, whether it's you know, uh, blood, blah blah, you know, whatever. Um, and these are my soft limits. And then this is what I'm into. You know, and she's very into being a pet. She needs loving. She needs to be cared about. You know, people have their love languages. So. I have not seen you at the dog, the dog run. At the, outside of the ducks? I mean, I used to fucking have a couple girls on leashes. It was very hot. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very very fun. So when you're out in public, are you able to express this without getting so looked at? Or? It's absolutely. Um, in the fetish scene, I'm you know I've considered I do well because like you know I'll walk in with like a couple girls on leashes and people are like who the fuck's that guy? Yeah. But um, and in do public, more you, girls walk up to you and go, Can yes, I be one of your absolutely. Wow. So yeah, so the, my ex girlfriend, uh, bisexual, gorgeous, um, great soul. Um, she would pull girls all the time, so I wouldn't even have to worry about it. Wow. Um, and then, but they would have to come in with my, you know, roles, rules, and play the certain role they need to because she, as my girlfriend, needs to feel special and uh, feel like she's kind of more important than other mm. women, you know. Which I'm great at. I don't know why we can't have a successful threesome. <laughs> can, can we back to this? Over. So what is the, what is awkward about the threesome? Why doesn't it work? <laughs> it's just every time it's a funny story. Yeah, there's always something different. Can you? We're, if, we're coming close on time, so maybe do you have a, a, a story that stood out I don't to you guys? Remember? Oh, the yeah. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I don't even know how many threesomes we've tried to have, but nothing has been like an accomplished threesome. Yeah. So 
So maybe we just need the right female out there. Yeah, we'll come back. The fact that you even did it, it means it's accomplished. Yeah. Well, shit. Maybe we just have high expectations. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we play the drinking game never have I ever in in front of a live audience. It's hard to find even couples that will say that they had a threesome or people that really. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. They're probably just. One of one of his friends said that he had an opportunity of losing his virginity in a threesome in a fraternity during college, and he didn't do it. And I'm like, what? Yeah. That, that would be the greatest story sure. ever. Not only have you had a threesome, but you lost your virginity. You'll tell that story forever. Yeah. Awesome. Some people don't uh, fuck for stories, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck for stories. Well, it's the only way to fuck. No, I have one other question. So you're an actor. Are you at all concerned? Because in, in Fifty Shades of Grey, you, they, he was involved with some psychos that you know came back and tried to stalk him, stuff like that. This is yeah. a novel, obviously. Are you I love psychos. I'll tell you, my biggest inspiration is slasher films and most pornography. So it's like, but now, so you're not concerned <laughs> though that some crazy loony was going to come back later on when you're, you know, you got this budding career as an actor. You're not scared. That it's going to happen gonna, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. I'm not worried about it. I think that's going to be part of my uh, niche. Uh, and you know, just like you guys are trying to raise awareness for the mom and son kind of vibe, I'll be open. Eventually, with you know my sexuality, in a sense. That's have you awesome. ever, have you ever thought about doing porn? Uh, no, not my thing. Um, That's surprising too. <laughs> I, I imagine that some of our listeners who don't are, are listening and they're thinking to themselves, "My God, this guy sounds like he's just abusing women," not especially if they're not familiar with the BDSM scene. Yeah, and that'll happen a lot. Yeah. So what what do you say to them? How do you reassure them that this is not the case? Absolutely. Um, I reassure them in a sense that uh, I could refer them to any girl I've ever slept with. And they'll tell you he's the most respectful man, regardless of how he treats me in the bedroom. He's mm-hmm. so loving and caring, and he makes sure every want and need that I need is taken care of. Mm. Um, and again, it's all about communication, because I guarantee you a lot of the girls that are listening to this, or whoever, you know, uh, has have those fantasies, and those get fulfilled that way. You know, and people, you know, find pleasure in pleasing other people. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. So it's it's never with someone that doesn't want it 100%. Yeah, that's cool. awesome. And it's role-playing. It's not really, he's not an asshole. Abs- no, absolutely role-play. not. Right. Uh, we always end with the same question, which is, have you ever been walked in on or have you ever walked in on a parent having sex? Ooh. Um, kind of. <laughs> it was so awkward for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I was put on my stepdad's coat. In the coat was a dildo. Oh, I pulled yeah. the fucking dildo out and I'm like, Mom! I'm like, what is this thing? I'm like, no. what the fuck? It's Holy like four shit. arms and shit. Oh my god. Yeah, man. So she, I was like, she's like, oh, it's just a toy. I'm like, no, I know exactly what this is, mom. <laughs> I, I fucking had toy. sex like two days ago. I'm 11, you know? <laughs> like, I know what a dildo is. And she's like, that's just, we just bought it as a joke. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't, keep, don't keep your dildos in jackets, mom. Yeah. But she has never walked in on you when you had some girl strung up to the ceiling. Oh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I moved out when I was 15, though, too. So, yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. No, I never. Which never got that lucky. You never walked in. You never been walked in. You want to walk in on your mom? No, and hell no. What? <laughs> he said. I, he said I never got that lucky. Fortunately, what an experience that would be. Yeah, fortunately, that's never happened to me. Okay, and 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 they never walked in on you either. Mm-mm. Not that I know of. <laughs> if they did, they keep quiet about it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sweet. Well, thank you guys yes. so much. Oh my god! You Again, guys, I appreciate what you're doing, fun. and I'm proud of you guys. Thank oh. you for letting us be a part of this beautiful. I'm so this impressed so fun. with your openness and honesty, and the thoughtfulness that you you know you took so much thank time you. to think about all these different issues. And you yeah. are a good role model. And if anybody wants to reach sense. you, um, it'll have to be through us. Is there yeah, anything exactly. that you guys want to plug? Uh, 
not necessarily <laughs> right just now. uh anybody out there that's listening to this feel free to you know express yourself how everyone express yourself um and just be yourself you know and learn what you want and you'll lead a more fulfilled happy life so beautiful and then adios bye 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 Okay. Okay. Seriously, did we? I know we did not disappoint when we hyped this thing up because this was out of control. It, just incredible. There was so much I was learning about. I, the, he pulls out a contract. He has women sign contracts. I know. This the, is first, this is yeah. right out of Fifty Shades of Freaking Grey. I didn't think sex could be l- like this. This it's, this it's, is like a sport almost. There was a movie out. I think it was called The Secretary or something like that. And it was just all about this relationship, this BDSM relationship. He, can you imagine? He's 22 years old. He's throwing BDSM parties. I mean, this is foreign to anyone, but especially, okay. I, I know you're not going to want to hear this, but you are very different than him. We are, I'm extremely different <laughs> okay. than him. And although I would, I would say I'd be interested in attending one of these parties just to see what happens. Oh, I, I think I would be scared in both the, the, the situation where I am the dominator and or, yeah. or the submissive. Both part, both sides, uh, such polarities. Uh, I, like it. Such I like it. To the sec- I like it. I don't think I like I said in the interview, I don't think I could do the whole the whole thing, to, you know, to the, the painful part and all that kind of stuff. But I definitely like the whole excitement of it. I think it does spice things up. And it could keep you very interested in, yeah, and, you I, know, because after a while, let's face it, sex with the same person is going to get an act. Monotonous. Monotonous. Monotonous monogamous. Um, Yeah, if you're monogamous, it could get monotonous. (laughs) Yeah. And for me, I haven't gotten to the point where it's monotonous at all. It's still a fucking spectacle every time. I'm having the most vanilla sex ever. (laughs) It's a spectacle for me. It's a spectacle. And you're, you know, but you can imagine, though, after being married for, you know, whatever. Yeah, but the kid's 22 and he's doing this. <laughs> what, what's going to happen when he's married? And he's, well, I guess he'll just that's continue why, on with this. That's why I asked him that question. I'm just, I was curious. I, I don't know. You know, I've, we've interviewed Derek Pierce, you know, the porn star, and he, he, I don't think he'll ever be able to be monogamous because he just has this, this curiosity. Yeah. I mean, he also is into that S&M thing. I, I was also fascinated by the fact that... It, it, he seems to have such a wonderful relationship with his mother, both and, his parents. And his father, yeah. And I kind of assume that when if, you do, if you're doing BDSM, you kind of have some detachment from the woman that you're doing it with. Like you don't have that many feelings or something. Well, like, we've talked like about this before. How would you ever That's... feel... You know, you I know, think if anything, for, he's got extreme compassion yeah, to the... I know. I could see that argument as well. It's just fascinating. Fascinating. Thank you guys for listening. Wait, why are we ending this conversation? I'd I'm like still, I want to talk even more about okay, it. Okay, keep going. What no, do you want I just, to say? I, I just, I, I like what you were saying that, that because that we've talked on this podcast before about how you really need the, the person to be totally engaged and focused on you and not going off and 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 this S and M thing gets the person totally focused on you. You're a hundred percent, even though you you know, you may not even know this person that well. And, and everyone wants to be his sub. (laughs) Unbelievable. He had me wanting to be a sub. Yeah. For Uh, real? No, just kidding. Well, kind of now (laughs) from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, I, I was, I would be too scared about the whole like nipple clamps or whatever they do to you. That's kind of freaky. Really? I I really have no, it, it, it gets me not aroused at all. 
to to be on either side of that. Maybe when you you know yeah maybe explore your sexuality further, it'll, it'll go down that yeah, route. Yeah, when at I some feel point. like I need to, uh, I will explore in the year more. Two thousand and forty-five. You might yes, be into. Thank you. <laughs> you might be into pulling out the old uh, blindfolds. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I I I do think it requires a lot of compassion for the other person as well. Like you you heard how he's like, yeah, they, they I'm very respectful for them. I I'm listening to their needs, which is more than what most guys do. It, most fuckboys are not listening to the other to, no. to their partner's no, needs. No, and this guy is far from a fuckboy. Yeah, he's he's very much listening to their needs, and he's meeting them, and their needs are just a bit different than the vanilla people that we're probably face to face with usually. And his mission is to open up the communication about this. And that's, what's good about uh, what he did today. Man, I loved it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I can now say, uh, I'm interested to hear what our listeners have to say. Uh, Do you, do you have a final question for them? Yes. What are your feelings about BDSM and have you engaged in it and have you thought about it and do you fantasize about it? And just let us know your thoughts. Tell us your feelings at BDSM. I'm also interested in knowing who, who does this appeal to? Like, who, which, what type of person is most prone to entering this BDSM world? That's very from fascinating what I, to me. What, from what I, you know, my research, my extensive research is that um, it, it could be the the guys that are into being submissive have had real big power trips, and maybe vice versa with the and girls that are maybe in a real powerful position like to be submissive as well. You know, in the real life, you so want, you, you want you what you don't up, have in the real life. You want to be that role in the yeah. sex life or vice versa. Maybe you are very submissive in your relationship and you like to get really down and dirty when you're in bed. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it probably is. It attracts a certain type of person, which is why he said he vibe. You can feel on a vibrational level that when he's mm-hmm. he's coming in across mm-hmm. someone that wants to enter into that. Oh, well, I wonder if it, what if what if he's thinking something about me? Ooh. <laughs> All right. right. Thank you very much for listening. Send us your thoughts at sextalkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also call and leave a message on our voicemail. And you know, please leave us a rating or review on a rating and review. Yes. On our iTunes uh, store. Yes. iTunes store. But most importantly, we're really pushing the um, video of our Instagram. Um, so we'd love to have you follow us on Instagram. All this will be in the show notes of this episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.